You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Double Tab. This is a Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to the FGC, short for the fighting game community. My name is Static Gorilla, and I am also here with the none other than Meza, who is also known as Meza FGC. What's going on? What's up, Gabe? What's going on? Not bad. Not, not bad. Look, not at bad all. for a first time intro. I know. First it's time weird. intro, right? <laughs> It's I mean, my weird. middle name is kind of like Dre, so I mean, I I got a little bit in me, so it's it's all good. It's cool, right? Yeah, yeah. See, there. Okay, that's what that's yeah. there. It is. It's yeah. It's cool. It's very you know. It's cool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. Good. It's just like that. It's just like that. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, we are here still at home. We're not live. You know, we're not like live streaming, but we are at home. We're in a recording set to be released on April twenty seventh. Recording on Monday. April 26th and this is episode 217 so just thanks for tuning in and again this is just about recent reviews just comments about the FGC and please make sure to follow us on double tap FGC so first off let's start out we don't have any feedback today but make sure you let us know of any feedback anything you want to fix and shout us out this is where we would kind of typically say those things however in the fighters corner today, we got a trailer, not for King of Fighters, so I gotta actually fix that. It's actually for Samurai Showdown. So King of Fighters took a little hiatus to the side and decided, let's just go ahead and submit our Hibiki trailer. So what did we find, Meza? Um, so it's it's very interesting because uh, Hibiki, known to be from Last Blade, uh, it, it's this character. To me is super I'm super happy to see that she's actually making appearance uh in this yeah. game. And she looks good. She looks like really right. good. Le- yeah, I, I would I would say she looks good. Just the range is not what we remember so wholeheartedly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean she looks a little slow, mm-hmm. but that's how the game is, so I'm not gonna complain oh, too yeah. much. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I do agree. The game has always been a little on the slow side. So, I mean, um, but she does look interesting. However, I personally was looking for a Guilty Gear teaser, but I did not get that. Really? Yeah. Did we get a Guilty Gear teaser? You felt like we did? I mean, like, the the, the thing is, though, it... I, I like I don't know how to explain it. Like it, it feels like I'm more focused on like the the fact that this character didn't seem impactful. Like oh, we it's weird because like mm. I know a lot of people who really like Hibiki, and I, I feel like she was kind of a really big character in CBS two. Yes, um, Last Blade is the game that people kind of. I feel like people put it on the back burner because they're like, "Oh yeah, Samurai Showdown, swords and all this stuff," but she really didn't get that limelight until CBS two. So this kind of felt very underwhelming as a as a presented character, due to the fact that like I like I saw it and I was like, "Oh, I like her," but eh, yeah, she's Did you get to mm-hmm. she's missing some things in my opinion. And what okay. I mean, she's missing some things. I think it's just like more appearance in other games so that people are more familiar with her. But she has a lot of the tools that she normally would have from parry to her uh, her different types of slashes. The character's going to be good. I 
just yeah. don't think people are really paying attention too much to Samurai, Show, uh, Samurai Showdown. Yeah, not anymore. It's a little too late, I think. I mean, we've said that before, but uh, Better Online might give this game the breath of fresh air that it needs. At the same time, I mean, they also released a special attacks video, so they do show all of her specials. Um, they look kind of good, even her supers. But then again, it's just like really quiet on the scene type thing. Like it's and at the same time, if you're an Abiki fan, then you're gonna be like, all right, yeah, I'm cool. But then if you're not the biggest fan and you're still playing Samurai Showdown and you look at it, you're like, all right, she doesn't look any type of new to the game. Like what's new that she does that? Oh, a parry. Okay, maybe, but she doesn't bring a new sort of flavor to the game. I don't think um from what i've been seeing like it's hype that she's in it but there's no new there's nothing it's like for a crossover character you're not seeing anything i like out of this world you're kind of seeing the same stuff you normally see from samurai showdown characters at least but i mean that's the thing last blade last blade in general was very similar to that so yeah they had different mechanics Mm -hmm. at least i kind of want to take back my ranged slash type talk because it looks like she has shorter normals, but the right at the start of the special attacks video, they show the 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 range slash that's like a mid, and then the range slash that's like a a low. Um, so that's that's pretty disgusting. But other than that, she does have like little cross ups here and there, but um, like run behind cross ups. But I mean, I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't like too excited. Parries are nice though. I'm not gonna not gonna front. I mean, she's always had those. Mm-hmm. But what what's interesting is like I was going through the comments in the YouTube, and a lot of people were like, "Great job, SNK. This is like a good addition. You got your last blade, people. You got your last blade, two people." But then, like as you get maybe halfway, not even, you start mm-hmm. seeing people saying like, "Oh, she looks great. CVS two vibes all over again. If only the game had rollback, you know, stuff like that." And I'm just yeah. sitting here. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Uh, and somebody responded with or play the better game that has her in full potential last blade two, which does have rollback 83. <laughs> now yeah. here's the thing. I think it's funny because at the end of the day you have this, I would say, I wouldn't even want to say newer age, but like I would say you have like the CVS two mindset. That's where people saw uh Hibiki's for like real first appearance. Cause it was on a triple a title in a sense. Um, but moving like moving towards last blade, you know, one and two, you really didn't have that audience who played the game. Like I said, Samurai Showdown overshadowed, like, you know, it was just bigger. So now we're seeing these last, like, last Blade characters getting implemented, but it's just like, you might as well just make a Last Blade game, but don't make it like this. It, last Blade's meant to be faster. So I'm kind of unsure. <gasps> yeah, that's why Hibiki seems okay. really... Ugh. So I just discovered something, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the video, maybe there was a teaser and I didn't catch it for yes. Guilty Gear. Um, but at the end of the video, there was a slice on the screen. Okay, cool. Slice the screen, but somebody else was talking to her. A fight to the death. Yeah, you and then know. It, Yeah, well, I was also watching it while I was working. Don't tell anybody. But, um, yeah, who was, who was saying that? I don't know. But it's not, definitely not biking. Biken doesn't have such a, a a childish voice. Is it uh, is it uh Elfelt? Am I gonna get mad at the game for having Elfelt in it? Is it um I don't know who it could be. Is it Dizzy? 
I can't think. Can you think? Uh, I'm going with Dan Habicki. Dan? Dog. Wait, be- stop it. Hibiki and Dan Hibiki? <laughs> you're, making, you're making static gorilla jokes over there. Um, no, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it can be. Uh, who who's has that voice? Bridget with the yo-yo wouldn't be right. Um, I mean, there's there, honestly it could be. I would say it'd have to be whoever voice acts the same character. Maybe. Oh, what's that, that girl that was in um Overture? Overture. I didn't really play Overture like that. I didn't either, but there's a girl in Overture that I know nothing about. So, so that might be it. Um, but if did it say Cross? Remember, did Samurai? Did it say Samurai Showdown Cross Guilty Gear Strive? I didn't see that. It just says Samurai Spirits Cross Guilty Gear, X Guilty Gear. It doesn't say Strive or anything like that. It just says X Guilty Gear collab. So it could be any Guilty Gear. Yep. Could be May. Yeah. I don't want to. Spending a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, I don't want to speculate too much on that because, like, it's so up in the air. I'm pretty sure people are already, like, either they're data mining or they're doing something crazy to figure it out and piece, like, you know how people. That's why I like the internet, man. They they just sit Mm -hmm. there and they piece stuff together. Like, they're like, oh, they are the true detectives in the police department. With the re- like, with those like you know when they have the board and they have the little the red strings uh, to connecting certain boss lords to certain people. Cons- yeah, that's them, conspiracy man. theorist, yeah. Or Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat, putting everything together. Yep. That's, that's, that's <laughs> Speaking of Guilty Gear, um, we have some location test footage that was happening that is happening now in Japan at this time, um, and we're seeing some nerfs already. You know, surfacing now again. Game is still in development. Uh, We're going to be getting another beta soon, Um, and yeah. So let's take a look and see. Uh, There's some footage of Potemkin versus Chip, and we're seeing Potemkin's jabs get a little bit slower and have a little less priority. Um, Yeah, I mean that that's good. That's a good start. But I mean, we we know we need to nerf the real real crime lord here which is leo he is literally oh, that, yeah unplayable at this point yeah <laughs> you cannot... After i just learned him at the end of the uh the the, the thing okay i was learning him at the end here's mm-hmm. the thing as a leo player i yeah. think this is kind of trash because yeah. here's the thing people are tech rolling backwards and you have no way to chase them uh, and i believe this is after 236 uh hs yep which sucks because even an exert it put them put you behind them but they had to they usually would have to guess they'd have to guess you know overhead low uh you know yeah that's you know stand you know standing mid high whatever you want to call it but like there was a mix up there that was either safe or you were taking you know risking a little bit now or you know he does his defensive stance now the problem with this is because they're tech rolling back they have no way to tech chase at the moment Mm -hmm. uh in japan as they're seeing so this move kind of becomes pointless he has to kind of dash and i don't know if it's going to be considered plus when he does it or at least to some degree where it's like plus one plus two maybe so that he could throw out a move but 
Yeah, this is looking pretty bad because at the end of the day, this is kind of this character's kit. He's kind of meant to maul you. And I understand with the damage in this game is really high. This could be bad, especially because he also has command grab. It's just, it just doesn't look good. It's almost like no. you have to like slowly walk back and then delay everything and he doesn't get a real mix up. Yeah, it's sort of like, why is that even taken away? Like, it, I don't think it needs to be taken away. Um, oh my, I also saw a footage of um, uh, Nagoriyuki doing a lot less damage on a move, like um, on the, in the corner. I don't know if you've seen that one. I'm just checking out not. the uh, tweet that from from the same guy. Let me go ahead and link you over to that. I'd like Nagoriyuki, to see. Yeah, I think I. You know what I think it is on counter mm-hmm. hit, at least for Leo on counter hit. So counter hits are going to be a little bit more. I feel uh, prevalent. Right. If you miss like the punish oh. on the cross up, you probably take a bunch. Yeah, they've nerfed Nagoriyuki's damage by a lot. Even That's though he was not the he was not like the he was a popular character, like fifth most in every region, I believe. Yeah. Um but it's but like I don't think there's a lot of time to really put much more time into it. Oh my god, the damage nerf. Yeah, yeah. the damage nerf is, is I mean look ridiculous. they, said, they yeah. said they were gonna nerf it. I'm yeah. I'm more looking at uh as as much as I want to look at Nagaruki, I'm looking mm-hmm. at Soul. They did some really insane nerfing on Soul, and uh, I'm mean, we're gonna talk about that in a second. But yeah, Nagaruki really looks like he is not what he what we signed. Look, if everybody's damage is this low, fine, but this feels really low. This might yeah. be like detrimental low to the point where I'm like, I don't think the character's gonna be worth playing. The combo is cramped yeah. because of the low float. Yeah, I mean. This is just a. This is off a of grab, though, right? This right. is. I'm pretty the, sure this is off a of grab. The trade-off was sort of like his speed versus his, um, you know, his speed versus everything else. Like, like speed versus power. Like, give him that that damage he needs. And May's still doing ridiculous damage with with dolphin I'm stuff. Well, surprised. again, it's against Melia. Never mind. <laughs> I so mean, there's, yeah, there's, they're doing it yeah. against you know tougher characters, so I'm not going to complain too much. Um, it seems like they did change the one thing I'm excited about that we're all excited about is uh, DPs. So mm-hmm. if you block DPs normally, it doesn't seem like you get a punish. But if you just uh, if you just guard it, you get a full punish. So this is something that we were talking about before in the beta, where if you were to block a DP in the air or even you know flawless defend it, you go flying across the screen. So we're just like, well, just never jump. Because DPs are pointless, we can't we can't stop them, you know, which is kind of pointless. So, with that being said, this is such a good because they showed for Chip, they showed it for Soul that um now it it doesn't matter as long as we uh, block it appropriately. Um, because like Soul is DP on normal block is is zero because they both jump at the same time. Um. But it seems like when you're in a negative state, so now there's more to being negative. It seems like, what was he plus? Sorry, I'm just looking. Because it, it's like, um, it's hard to tell. It seems like when you're in a negative, like danger state, if you uh, DP someone, you recover slower. So they're adding little bits, which is kind of dope. Uh, let me just see what the translation advantages and disadvantages when guarding as Vulcan heavy slash Vulcan in the air. Uh, I I guess 
I'm not really understanding that too much. I guess it's depending if it's in the air or not. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's a slash version, the heavy slash version. Okay. So okay. yeah, there's a lot of like little nuances. I think I think the new beta is gonna be completely different. Oh, and it seems like Chip actually does a lot more now. Which uh Yeah, I saw that clip. Mm-hmm. Chips chips are characters that can be floated with small legs. Um oh okay that's pretty cool so chip has a lot more that people are finding out and it seems like in this new version i guess that's releasing them in uh japan so right. yeah I, I mean i personally am okay with this i like a lot of these changes um i would like to see more of this stuff released preferably i would like to see what they did to ramlethal because i know she's gonna have to get some nerfing she's <laughs> she's she's really strong but she, yeah, she needs a little bit of buffing stuff too. i think yeah. she needs some buffing We'll see, man. Um, there's a lot going on, but man, a lot of people are saying R.I.P. Leo. Oh yeah, he's done. I mean, people are saying that it's also just another layer. So um, nah, nah, don't believe that. Yeah. The, the, he needs counter hit if that's gonna even be anything. So exactly. no, no other layer. I mean, look, there's a possibility, right? You know, yeah. anything's possible, but I, I don't, I don't see it in this one. This one, your wings are clipped, my friend. So that, unfortunately, hey, don't say that about my Leo. That's unfortunately going to be it in our Fighter's Corner for today. Uh, We're going to hop into the randoms at this time. You know, randoms of the FTC, stuff you find on the internet that may be a little bit more FTC culture. Um, We also got an announcement recently, I believe it was today, from Marlin Pie, uh, a.k.a. Follow My Lead creator (laughs) of uh, from mvc i'm sorry ultimate Marvel versus capcom 2 fame uh known anime player very top tier he announced today that he is a tester for project l that makes um, me so excited yeah that's interesting um coming from a very top tier player I, i've never really seen him being like the player on like types of games he has played street fighter 4 i've seen him play that um seen him play street uh cross tech and he was like He'd be the one to find the cheapest thing. Like he found an infinite in cross Tekken, I believe, and um, a couple other things. So I think that's a good addition to the team. Um, what are your thoughts other than what I said? I think his brain functions differently when it comes to at least <laughs> comboing. Like obviously we have our people who set up the the grounding the ground foundation for some of that stuff. And so does he as well, but I think he could take it to the next level. And I think with him being on the project, I think he's going to be able to see the construction of how the characters should play more. Yeah. Uh, especially, it's not. I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say I'm pretty sure um, Mom and Pie is no stranger to League of Legends in general because, and I know most people aren't, mm-hmm. but most of our community does dabble in it. And I, I'm pretty positive I've seen him play. I've heard him yeah. play it before. We talked. So it wouldn't surprise me, but I think it's actually a good thing because it's a fresh pair of eyes that aren't, I guess, aren't corporate level. Mm. Like I look, I love my combo fiend. I, you know, I love that, that stuff like that, but you know, I like the shady K's and, and you could see it across the board, you know, over there at power Rangers, it's doing really well. Yeah. You know, the game's a little crazy, but it's What's doing thing, well, uh, you know, it's meant to be that. in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think this is just bringing in one of the Marvel gods, at least, uh, yeah, to that extent, to be able to, 
you know, kind of throw in their two piece. And, and look, I expect this game to be a little bit more combo oriented right. and not one hit does like 45% damage, considering that Riot Games did kind of get the whole system, uh, buy the whole system from, uh, what was the game called? That uh, brought uh, people, Rising Thunder. Rising Thunder. So I think they already have kind of like this system and it looks, it looks very cartoony like that. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they came in with a different perspective while keeping that Rising Thunder feel where it's simplistic, but yet gratuitous, right? You know, we need that that ceiling level. So I, I, I'm excited to see what he brings to the level to the to the team yeah. for no, them. I, and I hope they keep him on longer yeah, than I, just one time testing. I've also seen Marlon Pie play like different games on his stream. I was surprised to see him playing Hearthstone once. Uh, he was playing oh, Battlegrounds. Yeah. I'm like, what are you playing Battlegrounds for? But okay, I'll watch. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you, you normie. Yeah. Get out of here. Right? Yeah, I know, right? Um, so yeah, I, I even remember one time I asked on like a Facebook status years ago, like, oh my God, I wonder if there's anybody who's like good at execution in like Marvel, like if they play Rock Band or something. and What's his name? Jay Rosa was like, yeah, Marlipai actually plays really godlike in Rock Band. I'm like, oh my. So, <laughs> kind of scares I mean, me. Chris plays really godlike in DDR. Don't oh, know yeah. how that translates. That funny. But, ITG, yeah. um, what is it? ITG playing like yep. one-winged angel at the break. That's so time. random. Speaking of randoms, there was a kind of a small leak, but it was a fake leak of, mm-hmm. um, oh, what is the game called? Oh, yeah, Project L. Uh, people were saying that there was going to be a a review happening or like a reveal and it ends up being fake but there's so much going on around the game lately that you just i think we just got to be on our toes uh oh yeah i mean expect something like they're they're so close to something like there is something big that's coming well keep keep Uh, in mind autocon is reopening back up e3 Mm -hmm. is coming back around yeah Yeah, um we have also comic-con down down the street pretty much so there's a lot of conventions with you know the vaccination coming out and everything like that and everybody getting vaccinated. We can start to see possibly getting back into this flow of you know video games and releases, especially for fighting games, which we kind of been waiting for. So I wouldn't be surprised if we did see something come out for Project L sometime soon, considering most of their teams have been doing really well from Project L to Runeterra to you know <laughs> TFT. Jeez, you name it. It's something they always get, they got their hands in everything, man. So I I definitely think they are gonna kick it off sooner than we expect because Valorant got kicked off sooner than anyone expected. So I'm hoping we keep it very flexible and accessible for online because you know this they're known for doing online stuff. So I hope that we can keep a stabilized. That's all I'm looking for is stability online because we're still in that era where people aren't going to go out as much. Yeah. No. And yep, that, that's what that is. So you brought a couple other random stuff into the randoms. Yes. Let me know what they are. Okay. So I actually got to play in the closed beta for a very interesting game that was announced at last E3, I believe it was on oh, no, the game awards, 2019. Awards. Yeah. Um, Sorry, E3 is on my brain. And this is a very interesting game because, uh, you know what? Let me just tell you what it is first. It's called Naraka Blade Point. And I did not hear about this until Saturday, or like Friday night-ish. And 
it was right after I was done my stream, and what made it interesting was I was like, oh, katanas, great swords, samurais. I was like, this is gonna be weird, right? But as I watched somebody play it, and then I was like, all right, I gotta get it on this. All right, you know, it's too good to be true. It is literally crouching tiger, hidden dragon for fighting game players. It is open world, yes. It is a battle royale, which I know battle royales has become the staple lately, but this is a very cool concept for battle royales. They have actual combos. They have an actual fighting system that makes it very difficult to just maul your opponent. So you know how in some games we'll see like this, like, like the Naruto, like, you know, battle arena games, you just run up and you press buttons and you'll teleport and press buttons, teleport. This, uh, they have a system where if you're attacking, you can you can attack and you will both clash at the same time. You have a combo system where you could do like left click, left click, right click, and it turned into an armored move. You could just do a flat out armored move. You could do an air launcher. You could stop midway in your combo and do an air launcher. But what makes it very interesting is you can also do a counter deflect, which it reminds you probably of like the whole samurai showdown where you deflect a weapon and guess what? You actually take the weapon out of their hand. Like they actually get their weapon knocked out of their hand. They have to pick it back up. They get pushed back. There's so many cool concepts that is in this game. They also have like dodging bullets. Like you actually sway to dodge bullets, but what makes it beautiful, and I think you guys should definitely check it out, is the ability to literally climb on anything and and go anywhere. Yeah, I immediately got Tenchu vibes. Like you're getting Tenchu vibes. I just keep saying Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, man. Yeah. I keep thinking like that whole concept, and it's really, really awesome because it's a beautifully, beautifully aesthetic looking game too. Mm -hmm. So it makes it almost like you're in that world and in that moment. So like, uh, what was the one game that just came out uh, that everybody was looking forward to and it did really well? Um, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, yeah. It has like some of those vibes, but it's even more over the top. So you can customize your weapons to look all cool. They have actual character classes. So you have your own abilities, which make it even more fantastic. Like I know I'm bigging up this game and it's a battle royale. So that's probably a turnoff to other people, but they actually ran a tournament uh, called the Koi tournament. Now I originally thought today officially uh, because they ran it yesterday on Sunday. So that was the 25th. It was the first tournament. I thought this was a community driven tournament. And I actually found out it was the, the company who actually ran the tournament, which was very intriguing. This game is this game is on Steam, so people don't have to feel like the game is, you know, they got to go pay for it or anything right now. As of right now, it is free uh, to play, but it is testable. They're only in the testing period still. Uh, it's made by 24 Entertainment and uh, Hengzhou 24 Entertainment. I've seen some of their games before. I believe uh, they do more obscure stuff, but uh, what makes it, <laughs> I know, dude, it's a lot. It's a lot. No, I'm sorry. I, I just, just noticed the, the first comment on the video that you have linked. It says 2010 developers, zombie, 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 zombie. <laughs> 2020 developers, samurai, 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 samurai. Very samurai. true. <laughs> Very true. So, I mean, uh, it's fine. It's but- fine. But what's but going back to the the cool concept is uh 
they actually was kind enough to make a community tournament. And this was the actual company itself. Uh, the Rocket Blade Point company actually made uh, the game. They made the, the tournament live for people to play in. They already had a custom, uh, what, what is it? They had a custom lobby. So you know how in most Battle Royales, they don't do custom lobbies unless you're on land? Well, they had a they had a room full of 60. It had like eight spectator slots. They had literally ran a tournament and it was really well done. People really enjoyed it. People like flocked to it. I think they said they had over 150,000 views for that tournament alone. That is phenomenal for a brand new game. So I just think yeah. I just wanted to say that. Sorry, I know it took a lot of time with that. But um, yeah, I think this is a good game, a good addition to uh, something obscure that fighting game players will really like because it has that fighting game element into it, but it also has like all these other cool, you know, fantasy elements into it that we're seeing in a lot more battle royale games. Competitive one v one with footsies involved, or if you if you don't want to do that, you could do trios. There's a right, and there's right, a lot right. of footsies and and solos. I'm talking about That's like people saying, never yeah. take foot. <laughs> it's it's you know, super uncommittal. <laughs> what what uh. What, Okay, so what I'll say is like, you've got Call of Duty. I'll play solos in Call of Duty Warzone, mm-hmm. and that's really hard because I'm trying. You know, you got to deal with all these campers. Whereas in this, in a game like that, you would find somebody and you can go sort of one on one with them. Oh yeah, and then you still have a chance. They're not like sneaking up on you, though. You can get sneak snuck up on, but I think that's kind of a good aspect to take. Now, I still don't think the battle royale aspect is has been overdone like there are still many ways you can do battle royale quite smartly like the pac-man game recently came out i believe that's a battle royale um if there can be more i mean i'm I'm imagining could there be a fighting game that could do battle royale you're waiting for that creativity right i think capcom has something on their plate that they can make a lost planet battle royale oh dude i would love that was so sick um but he's busy working on Resident Evil, I believe. Yeah. I, I mean, personally, I feel like there's a lot of... Excuse me. There's a lot of options that mm-hmm. are available for Battle Royale. I, I've kind of, like, grown very tiresome of the same style of Battle Royale. It's like, oh, got to give them a gun. Oh, got to give them an ability with a gun. You know, like, it's all these same concepts. And, you know, the Forerunner beta for uh, Blade Point, uh, Naraka Blade Point, was just such a fresh of breath air. Like, I've been playing a lot of different Battle Royales, and people know I stream them. This has been, like, the fighting game. Like, I told people, I was like, yeah, I'm playing this. Like, you normally hear me say I'm playing something, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play it. I'll stick with it for a bit. This game felt kind of like I was playing a, a real fighting game that that was technical. I didn't feel good at the game. I was like, I'm bad. Mm. Like, I'm bad, and I have so much work cut out for me to get better at this game. I went to go watch the tournament. I talked to uh, some of the people who are playing the game, who are taking it more serious. I've watched people. I, I actually genuinely think this is a real fighting game uh, in a different format, in a different setting that people just have to learn to be open-minded to. And like you said, battle, I mean, who knows? We might get an actual fighting game battle royale, whether it's over over the top, you know, doing like a Diablo style, or if we get it like this, you know, there's there's a lot of different options. And it's cool because the abilities don't feel overwhelming. But they're there, you know. There's like one or two abilities, nothing too crazy. It's still oriented around that that fighting system. Obviously, you can have guns and stuff like that, but 
you know, those things are very slow and not methodical as much, uh, depending what you're doing in the midst of battle. So it's really cool when you get these elements of three different weapons, but it could probably expand from there. You know, we can get an endless uh, assortment of weapons. So I am excited to see this game keep getting developed. This is a 60-player Battle Royale that I think everybody that plays fighting games, if you like fighting games, I think you'll like this. From everybody who's played fighting games, generally that came through my stream, they're like, oh, this looks so dope, dude. This is like, it's like a weird, like, Battle Royale, like, they're like it's a weird Battle Royale for fighting game. I'm like, no, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I'm like, that's essentially what it is right now. So I, I think there's a lot of a lot to go off of there. Whew. All right. So speak to me about your next thing. Okay. So the next thing on the list to kind of talk about here, uh, we haven't been really talking about it too much. I've been kind of waiting to get a little bit more, uh, more of their grounding, and they have finally stuck it. A uh, Queen of the Hill series uh, that's one hundred percent supported by Dynamic Focus as well. Uh, this is pretty much a Soul Calibur six. They do other games. They do like Tekken, but they've been doing Queen of the Hill series for Soul Calibur Six for the females of the FGC. It's been phenomenal. Machirino's been supportive behind them as well as uh, Choir. But what what's even more awesome is they've actually come into their own and they got a sponsor that's bigger than they thought they would get, which was the excuse me, uh, Decay. I believe it's. Decay, I'll tell you in two seconds once I get there. Um, they got a sponsor for makeup, and it's good because, like, you know, all females like makeup, and that's a good thing, right? You know, or most. Uh, they got Urban Decay to fully support them as a brand. They're behind them. Uh, they are now working hand in hand with them as they are providing them with prizes. So it's not, it's a different incentive this time around. Obviously, there's money, but for the females, they're getting prizes like, makeup and extend you know extending out the hand that it's more than just the money and i i do like that a lot especially for the other players who are maybe not the most competitive but can get into it and try to win something but i think it's also really phenomenal that they're allowing also yes transgenders to play in it which i think it's good that they're supporting the whole community of females not just one or two or saying like we're excluding. So I think that's really nice that they're trying to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and actually try to give them something that they can utilize outside of just money in the you know, money from the game. And I think that's really cool that they're doing that. So they actually have their four players solidified for their four they did four weeks qualifiers. Oh well, they did three weeks qualifiers. So they did two weeks, uh April 10th, April 17th, and then they did April 24th LCQ. Uh, and then they did like an in between to kind of pull that all together, uh, because they needed a fourth person, obviously. So they had one more. I guess they had like a side qualifier for uh one extra player who pl- they duked it out. Um, what's cool is on the second of May, which is right around the corner. That is going to be on Sunday. They will be doing, um, excuse me. They'll be doing the finale, which is going to be a round robin between four players. So we're going to see a lot of Soul Calibur action. But I didn't even announce to the, you guys the players, which I wanted to do. They actually have Storia, uh, who is an Ivy player. And uh, Amy Linehart was also an Ivy player. 
And then I believe from what I was watching, and I apologize if I get it wrong, I do believe, I can actually tell you guys right now, because they have In Denial, who has played, I believe, every week. I don't think she's missed a week at all, but mm. she plays, if I believe I'm correct, I think she plays Amy. You got me. I don't uh, watch this. I, I, I apologize if I don't remember what character you play. I'm I'm trying my best. It's it's a lot of characters that I see often. And um Smash Kyrie Late. Uh so there are tons and tons of females out there that play. I think they've been having numbers uh from ten to I think the first one got like twenty something. So that was really good. And then it's been kind of it, it's dwindled down to like ten, you know, fifth, like ten to eight to ten. Which is okay. Look, it happens. Nobody should feel, you know, they they lost that on anything. And correction, um, I believe Smash Kyrie Light plays Raphael. So that is a big thing. Uh, the other thing was, um, yeah, I, I think this is really good for a lot of the females just because there's there's some push there. And yeah, she plays Cassie. I, I knew I was thinking wrong she plays cassie so uh that's who in the now plays but yeah no this is a this is a good thing for the females of the fgc i think they need to keep supporting each other and i'm glad to see a lot a lot of the fgc in general supporting each other on this one um they're getting good views they're getting good support they've had like match arenas up to like 600 700 i believe so that's been really good they started off the, the tournament this week at like 330 dollars before the tournament even started, it's $330 in the match we know. So that's actually really good, uh, phenomenal support. And getting, I, I just hope to see this keep continuing to give more limelight to a lot of the female co- uh, community when it comes to at least playing Soul Calibur 6. And I know they do a Tekken series, but I think this is good because now it'll give more confidence, hopefully, to a lot of these females to be able to play also in other tournaments competing against these these other competitors and not feeling like you know kind of down in the dump like there's nothing for them when uh you know it's hard when you go oh and two and nobody wants to play with you maybe because they say you're a girl or they don't think you're dedicated or they don't feel like you want to train hard enough and i I, we do see that a lot in the community so i i think it's nice that we can give them a platform to kind of work up to that point where they can feel you know everything's different now it's not like how it used to be where it used to be grimy you know, sit on the floor, get into it. You know what I mean? Like where we had to go through that. I think we should be structuring it differently to to allow a better flow of whether it be females, transgenders, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, you know, any type of gender that you are, there should be a ground basing to help support the community get into that now where we all can play on the same playing field and enjoy playing against each other, one another, regardless of our gender. It's just, about the video games. So this is really cool to see that they're pushing it and they're doing a really good job with it. Yeah. Agreed. Well, now um, we're going to go back over to, I believe two weeks ago about the CPT panel. Um, Big Scythe had actually linked us over to it. Shout outs to him over there on Twitter. And he had linked us to, well, there was a question that actually the last time we both had recorded and we were mm-hmm. both on, we talked about like a sort of panel from a question that he also had. Um, would there be a good panel for a, like an FTC panel of, 
of two players just discussing some type of stuff. They must have heard our talk on it because CPT did a which region is the strongest with Rob TV and Brian F. Now, Rob TV and Brian F have actually been pretty synonymous with doing some little panel talks. I mean, they both release a lot of content about Street Fighter V. Brian F, definitely some good content. I do recommend subscribing over to uh, his YouTube or checking him out before subscribing. I don't know, whatever you want to do. And he's also on Twitch a lot. Sometimes he'll record mm-hmm. while he's doing Twitch. Very educational stuff, but they had a little bit of a discussion about what's a better, you know, what's a better region in US. And then it ended up being what's the better region in the world. And then they had to go, like, Brian F was like, Japan. But then somebody was in the earpiece was like, no, um, we meant like who's best in the US. But they had a pretty good conversation about what makes the best and and who would be in like a top five. And like they ended up just like yeah. agreeing. But I think it was a meme. They ended up agreeing that Midwest is the best. And I'm like, who's in Midwest? This Rob TV or something? So um yeah, I, I I did like these aspects that they were bringing to CPT. And this is something that we were talking about. Like in between games, we need a little bit more panel or sort of like um discussion based things happening uh just to keep like people watching while yeah. in between certain clips um so i am i am a big fan of uh sort of things like this where they're having a good conversation and it's not just like you have your top players making these assumptions no these are players that are easily approachable at like tournaments somebody's that somebody's not getting like a thousand views on their like twitch or maybe they have a couple hundred 300 like they they are big names but they're not the biggest name like they're up there in rank but they're not the highest rank but they still have some sort of um you know rapport or or success in the games so they do know what they're talking about you know what Mm -hmm. i really i'm I'm gonna be honest look i Mm -hmm. I don't normally get a chance to say this but I love the dynamic between Rob TV and Brian F, especially in a, a community talk like this. Mm-hmm. I think they bring a like it's almost like they're the perfect. Con- you remember when uh, Sajam and Tasty Steve were on the mic for the first time, and you're like, "God damn!" I'm like, or why is Ultra like, David here? Again? I know, right? <laughs> or you hear like James Chen and Ultra David for the very first time. Yeah. Better yet, you hear Yipes and like maybe Chris Matrix, right? Just yeah, the yeah, yeah. first time you're hearing them, you're like, this is wild. Like, this or is like, just, they just so synced up. Or like Rush Hour. <laughs> exactly. So I felt like this has been a very great vibe. And I think yeah. that the, this makes, this actually, like, I looked at one minute of it and I was like, I, mm-hmm. I need to watch the rest. I want to watch the rest. <laughs> like, I was folding clothes part. listening to it one week. Yeah, I mean, I think it's yeah. dope. I, I would want to see them put out more content. I think this is kind of the direction of the community. And I I, I think, you know, considering that, you know, mm. the, the question was stated, you know, we need more of this, in, in my opinion, to get this more, yeah. get more people involved and grow the community. I think that's happening. Whether they heard us or not, I hope they heard us. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. This is amazing because it's not just, it's no longer just tier listing. I, I hate right. that. I hate tier listing. I think tier listing is mm-hmm. such a joke at this point that it's like, we're not talking about what yeah. are factual, like actual factual things. Right. Are we talking about, are the players strong? Are the characters strong? And this is the first time I feel like 
we like listening to other people than us talk about it mm-hmm. that actually are talking about like who what's just the strongest region we have we have to go back to a little bit of our roots right we haven't done that we haven't done the mm-hmm. east coast versus west coast we haven't done the the, the north america yeah. versus japan japan like really we haven't done that and europe's now into the plate like imagine doing this for like tekken there's so many different regions i don't know who the hell is the strongest in tekken i thought I korea no used to be yeah but well, now yeah. oh no you know, south korea pakistan definitely. is like yeah oh yeah arsenal right mind blown so mm-hmm. I, i'm just like when was the last time we did that for a street fighter or just in general for yeah. fighting games and i think well, this is a beautiful thing that we should definitely definitely tough these days because i mean we've only gotten cpt the the last capcom cup was just matches you know just like yeah this guy exhibition matches so to speak um however the the last capcom cup uh online we had last week was pretty darn good uh you guys had a week to watch it we were talking about the results mago actually won it mago Dagado. um and there was one clip where i don't know if you saw it where he did target combo against ex chariot tackle by by uh, tokido tokido didn't use ryu i mean akuma at all during the top eight um i mean are you surprised it, though no because he's been using uh urian a lot yeah, but it's like the stuff he's been doing with Urian was not. I mean, it, there was unga bunga, but it was like stuff you'd never see him do, like a, a Urian actually do. It was crazy. It, it was it was definitely a top eight to watch. So uh, there go your spoilers for that one. I do recommend watching it. But if you were to say, like, like I personally think that there are a lot of really good West Coast players. Um, like LA area is full of a lot of a lot a lot of street fighter 5 talent oh even yeah. talent that have left from new york like um this is not really a focus attacky but i'm gonna just we'll go real quick and answer the question of the video um i think west coast strongest players is like jb um dual kevin is a strong midwest i'll give him that um other west coast valle if he wants to be the secret wednesday night fights winner. i, I, I think valle is like always like Vaya is that Pepe. Chris Redfield rocket launcher that's always in the bo- back pocket, and you don't know why, <laughs> but it's there. Like, like, Jill, yeah. get down. <laughs> like, that's yeah. all I the imagine. Is, what's funny is I can't name them all. Like, you got SSK Samurai. Um, uh, what's his name is out there now? You still Nephew. Have, yeah. Nephew's out there. Uh, Neon. I don't know where Neon is from. I think he's from Midwest as well. I mean, I'll, I'll even have to say it. Like, even though there are not like super. F- super awesome strong like mm-hmm. there's still people who can contend you still have you know yeah. uh gustavo you know you yeah, still have west rider midwest uh, as well mm-hmm. what's the or abigail Texas. player uh yeah, yeah yeah um oh my goodness yes i he plays, I just, he plays dragon ball now yeah. he plays broly and go tanks uh is with an r he took a break recently um I'm not so, renault um, no no not renault oh my god uh, it's a kid 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 something something oh, kid cool kid Cool kid, ninety three. Yeah. Yes, cool kid, cool, cool kid, still out there. Like, there's yep. so many strong damn players. Yeah. Like, how then, could you but, like sit but here? East Coast, but East Coast has, I think, the most strongest. Like, you have Punk. You think so? Who doesn't pick a side? Idom, number definitely number one. Punk number one. Um, wait, wait, you Smug. said East Coast, right? Yeah, East. Coast. Oh yeah, no, it's free because we have knuckles. Idom, Smug, and Do, and I can pick a top four or five out of that. Yeah, um, I, I would. If okay you want to, if you want to make a random assumption out there, like, like I don't know, pick a Sagat player or something because Sagat's really good now. I mean, isn't Zafarino, isn't Zafarino in in New York? 
Uh, yeah, but there's a lot of like, <laughs> I mean, but then you have, but then you also got to take in Space Boy. Space yeah, Boy yeah. Sakura has been in every top eight of Wednesday Night Is, Fights. Isn't hmm? what, what's his name? Jar, uh, Jarvis? Isn't Javits? Javits? Isn't isn't he East Coast? Javits is New York. Yeah. But is Javits good? I don't know. Well, no, no. Is, here's is, my is thing. Javits. I'm, I'm is Javits at... good at finding tech? Yes. Hell yes. But that's the big thing. I feel like New York has accessibility to the tech monster. So if we mm-hmm. had to go to the lab. Realistically, yeah. if somebody said, hey, we're building a team, build a proper team, have a coach or tech monster, tech lab guy, cool. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. I'm getting him, and I'm going to be like, yo, this is our, our oh. four-man team. You're the uh-huh. fifth man. You're not even playing. You're just the secret fifth man. Like It's, you know, right. it's like basketball where you have uh, five players and you have that sixth man. Yeah. That's the secret yeah. man. He is that. That's what so, he is. So funny I, you say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's his name? Chris G. The day that Rose dropped, I saw his tweet and he says, Hey Javits, give me the most damaging corner combo and the most damaging mid screen combo. Yep. And that's all I need. See? And then he was like, I got you, homie. Technically, Chris is still East Coast, so don't don't get that fooled, even though he's on the West Coast. Or Midwest. Technically West Coast now? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's yeah. uh Vegas he's, now. He's okay. Um yeah, that's West. He's Coast. with Marn. It's funny, he had a first attend with Marn and they were playing online and they live with each other. Oh, nice. And Marn went upstairs and lost like 10 to 4. <laughs> Mar- Marvel? So, no, uh, Street Fighter 5. Okay. I'm Marn glad to is, see Marn's playing. Who do you think Marn is using? Who do I think Marn's using? Yeah. Blanca? No, Ed. I'm not surprised. Right. He needs a character that bulldozes through people when they're. Yeah. When they're... He needs <laughs> yeah, a, a character like Zero. And now, I mean. I just thought good. I just thought Blanca because not. like I thought that character actually kind of would do what he wants it to do. But, right. Yeah. Right. It's not so, a good character though. With that being said, we're gonna finish up our randoms of the FGC. This is gonna be our last segment. It's gonna be a focus attack. And listen, we're gonna be answering another question that we saw on Twitter that was directed to us. If you want to ask any questions, definitely hit us up either in the Discord or even in our on our Twitter page, which is again a double tap FGC. And we got another question from a from Big Scythe. And the question is quite a good one. We looked at it, we we're like, hmm, we haven't answered this one. So he asks, fellas, I got one for y'all. I want all y'all to tap in. You know when tournaments come back, it's gonna be crazy hype. I did say that actually. Last what March 2020, when our last one, when we saw that CPT was canceling, I said Guys, I think it's going to be amazing when like Combo Breaker comes back and it's back in, in business and it's going to be booming, you know, like it's going to be a feel good type thing. So then to go on, yes, he's essay is going to be crazy hype. But what would winning a tournament mean to you now versus what it meant to you 10 years ago? So 10 years ago, April 26, 2020. I'm sorry, excuse me, 2011. So that's like the start of Marvel Infinite? No, Infinite. Oh my God, what is my problem? Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom. Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition, Blaze Blue, um, Go. Mm-hmm. Meza? No? No, I'm <laughs> I have to think as well. Um, do I think... It's interesting because I, I never really like sat there and thought about this. Mm-hmm. What would it mean to me now versus what it meant ten years ago? All right, so let's let's start with the ten years ago. Ten years ago. Ten years I, ago. What were we meaning? Obviously, Marvel. 
Yeah, I mean, was, well, no, I mean, see. technically, Melty Blood, because ten years ago, quick, yeah, roughly, yeah. that would have put me in Melty Blood slash Blaze Blue, uh, Central Fiction time period. So I would say, would so, winning a tournament that time? I don't know. I mean, I went, I went through a couple phases. I think Melty Blood would have been. There wasn't really tournaments that I was playing in. I was more or less like competing in in house. So I would say moving and transitioning into winning what would it meant to me to win some i'll just use overall back then right Mm. winning something back then would have been more impactful to me compared to now i feel do just due to the fact that i felt like not that i felt like i was more into it but you were you were fighting for respect more there was a lot more exposure to look for at that time because now everybody can stream before it was like streaming was like if i can get on the internet oh man yeah you know (laughs) i mean i i just felt it more like i wanted to represent myself i wanted to represent you know where i was located my locale uh the people i'm with like those are the people i train like think about it you train with like you know if you train with someone like 10 stars or you know, Marlon Pyre, let's just say Rob TV or, you know, Daigo, you mm-hmm. want to be a strong representation for what you, sh- what you train with. So yeah. it's kind of rough to not put that pressure on yourself back then. Now I don't give a fuck. This is all <laughs> truth. I don't, but because like I am, I am the pinnacle at this point. So when you come play BB tag back when I was like really before COVID and I was really playing BB tag, I was the pinnacle around my, 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 this area generally. So I'm like, you know, I'm the this part of PA. Then there's another part of PA that I'm like, all right, well, all of PA, we all got to be strong. I'm not going to be considered one of the weak ones that you're around. So you need to, I want people to demand themselves to be great around me. So, I mean, back then, yeah, I was a, it was a reverse role. So do I feel like winning a tournament now means more? Absolutely not. Like I, I would love to win a tournament now. I think winning the tournament now would be enjoyable in the sense of, damn, that was fun. I let's let's do it again because I like everybody I play play against or play with. But and there's money on the line now. It's like more. It's more mm-hmm. esportsy official. So if I'm playing to win like that, it's not really, honestly, in my opinion, going to mean as much. I would like it to still mean the same feeling that I used to have where me gunning after you know justin wong is a thing versus now where i'm like do i really care to go after justin wong not really i want to be the justin wong that people have to come after so it's like as you get older you start looking at it differently so no for me it's i I would personally i would love the the same essence of what old school tournaments felt like like when we come back that hype and that that want for that hunger for being great at the game versus how many how many zeros are going to be on the screen uh, in my pocket at the end of the day. That's how I want it to be. I want the zeros to just come with it. But we all know when you're playing for money and it's getting a bigger pot, it's no longer about you know winning for self respect or anything like that. It's kind of about the zeros. So and it's sad, it's sad. Yeah. So I'm trying to look up uh, what is it called? 
I'm trying to look up results for Winter Brawl 2011 to see what games there were. Um, because I'm not sure if that was the... No, it was too early to be any type of big... Um, like, like I, I don't remember if it was... what which, which Winter Brawl that was. I knew I went to it. Because that was the year that I started going to the, uh, to the events. I know it was at the Sheridan, definitely. But uh, in 2010 was the actual tournament for Seasons Beatings Redemption. That was in 2010. That was already 11 years ago. That's the Seasons Beatings where um, Gamer B showed up and beat Justin Wong. And it was Gamer B versus Momochi. That was the Daigo DP on Dawson uh, full screen Fierce. And I bring that up because that was the time where I was watching all these events from home. My first tournament was in 2010 for Super Street Fighter 4. And 10 years ago, like this, 10 years ago from now, I would have been playing uh, Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition, which was just coming out. And I would probably be going to like the arcades to play as much as I could uh, between classes and work. Um, so at this time, 10 years ago, I was just still trying to find my footing, um, you know, trying mm -hmm. to find my main character, which at the time was like Chun-Li and whoever else I can get my hands on because I was always picking different. I was just trying to learn the game as much as possible, but never really grasping how to get good frames, things like that. Um, so what it meant, I mean, however, at the end of, I would say at the end of the life cycle of vanilla marvel versus capcom 3 winning meant a whole bunch because i was going to body shop in 2011 uh when, when did it come out did it come out 2010 i think marvel versus capcom no 2011 february 2011 i just looked that up i'm gonna find it here yeah february 2011 was when ultimate i mean regular marvel versus capcom 3 came out um it's been a while okay right? yeah february 15th 2011 so that's when that came out and we were trying to find like the most cheapest things um I remember I didn't win until I won an actual tournament where it was like 12 people. I didn't win that until like maybe the fall of that year. Um, that was when I remember like there was two events happening at the same day. And like the most broken people would go to like the they would just go to like closer events. I went to the farther one, which happened to be one, like one of the last body shops during that time. And I ended up like winning. Um, and it wasn't easy i beat royal flush i don't know if you remember not royal yeah. flush royal flush is out in the west coast my bad I was gonna say royal um, flush you beat him no that that dude is that dude is godlike he's doing but well too, um I, I who's to the, a few days ago no there was another kid who's a blanco player and then he became a urian player and he was doing amazing um oh man i forgot his name it was something royal um oh god it's one of my like profile pictures um anyway it was it was a good event. It's like a local mom and pop video game shop that we would all hang out at um, with the body shop. It was Next Level Gaming, Next Level Next Level in Jersey. In in oh, I forget that is doesn't matter. I'm forgetting everything. It's eleven ten years ago. But winning that, I think, like I think it was Flash Metroid that said it before. Like the thing that keeps people playing the most is when they get that taste of victory. Um, and getting that one taste of victory makes you want it even more, especially when you're losing. And then you're like, nah, let me get one more. Nah, let me get one more. Nah, let me get one more. And that's a fighting game habit. And um, I, I still have that sort of feeling today, like winning today. 
would it I don't know if it would mean anything because I think it's different these days. Now, winning back 10 years ago is is sort of like, whoa, he's good. He beat this tournament. He's on the scene. And and he's the one that we should probably like watch for. Um you know, or not even watch for, but like, you know, you would see easier results and you could watch him on you can maybe see if he had a stream or not, but he didn't. So then we'll look out and then say, Oh, but you can't beat this guy because he was at this event. So maybe if he goes to that event, we'll know that you can beat him or not. Whereas nowadays, if you win in a in a tournament, nothing will be said. Yeah, true. And you know what? And nothing will be said because it's like, okay. But we know that that guy's the best, and we watch him all the time on Street Fighter, and you're not even playing him online, so now what? But at the same time, it's sort of like, okay, you beat you you won that tournament. There's already a bunch of other tournaments happening. That's why majors aren't even like majors anymore. They're just more like still regionals, but it's like, okay, you 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 beat these people, but can you beat Punk, Brian F, Rob TV, um, you know? smug and then i say that also because like if you're not building already a rapport um then it's like what's the even use of winning Rao won um winter brawl remember yeah and when and street fighter 5 wasn't a main game and Rao won winter brawl and nothing nothing happened like it was no blow up people were sort of like okay i think it was, i think he beat um oh who's the kuma player from new york um, um, Tega. Yeah, I believe he beat Tega for that with Nakali. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so with with all that being said, it's like maybe I have to sort of, I don't know, um, like like you have to be so consistent. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, Look at Punk. Compared to Punk before. hit it. Yeah, Punk hit it on the nose. He got so consistent that. Everybody was waiting for him to beat at Evo, and then he didn't, but he still has the following. He still has the stream. I, he still has the setup. He still has the sponsors. He hit it on the nose. I feel like yeah. the level of play when Punk was coming up was stagnant. Though You have to be realistic. So when we were getting those mm-hmm. Red Bulls, yeah, there was only Eli Joe to contest him, and like maybe two other people, and mostly it was from New York. Alucard. Alucard was the one yeah. that was yeah, oh, yeah, and Alucard, was stopping him. Because he was coming mm-hmm. from upstate New York. Uh, he was Midwest, and then he was working in New York for a while at no, the start of the he, game. Like yeah. I know exactly where they were. I'm, I'm telling yeah. you, they're upstate yeah. New York, like well, not oh, Buffalo, yeah. but like mm. they were like that mm-hmm. up anywhere that's part. not that's not Manhattan. Let, let's just say from where I used to live, it would have taken at least, mm. at least like two and a half hours, maybe three. So I would have yeah. been staying there if I was gonna do anything. Yeah. But um, Rumble to Thunder people, right? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. They, they, this was uh, this is uh, F three. Oh yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the okay, F three yeah. house. Um, so I think the competition level has significantly spiked a lot mm-hmm. higher now. Yeah, compared to before. So that's why I like Punk's time was really good. If you were super serious and you really got the right training partners, and you really grinded mm-hmm. for the right things and did the right things, and you you know had consistency. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not talking about like oh top top three consistency. You're getting third place occasionally. First no, you needed to get first. Just first, consistently. Mm-hmm. You you were definitely gonna keep everything that you got and more. Yeah. I think now it would be a lot harder. If I won like the first tournament offline, mm. better be a big damn tournament that I'm going like, to. 
It better be a tournament that matters mm-hmm. and a game listen, that matters. Listen, a perfect example is MOV. MOV was in each Evo Grand uh, Top Eight, I believe. Almost each Evo Top Eight for Street Fighter Five, mm-hmm. and his name doesn't come up sometimes. Nope. I mean, Why? he's well, like the best Chun Li. But it doesn't matter. Exactly, he didn't it, win. It doesn't matter. He didn't. He mm-hmm. wasn't impactful as mm-hmm. as a personality. Nowadays, everything's personality. Right. Yeah. Too on top. Do you it. remember Infectious for not moving at Evo? Dude, that was insane. Like, I didn't even know who right. the hell Infectious was until Neither we went I. to Evo, and I was like, right. "Yo, that guy's sick. Yo, I gotta watch yeah. more of that guy." I was like, "How many characters does this guy right. play?" Like, mm-hmm. like, and then who won? So many uh, things. Who won the last live Evo? Was it um, uh, oh oh, it was the Sagat Karen player. Um, what's his name? Sagat Karen. Oh my goodness! Mm, top of my uh, head, I can't. I can't believe it. I can't, I can't, this is this I can't sucks. This is terrible. He All won right, well, Evo, and we're still like, you, oh no, he didn't. No, go go oh go God. look at. Uh, are you are you talking about Banchan? Yeah, Banchan. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I was had like, to think about God. chicken. Remember, the, 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 because you said Karen, I had to really think hard because yeah. I was like, who the hell? Well, I remember who beat who he beat. I remember he beat Angry Bird. Yeah. Um, uh, is it Angry Bird or or the other bird? Which one's the bald the bald one is uh, Angry Bird? Oh, then it's the other bird. Deadly Bird is a Smash player from from PA. You're talking about Big Bird, but it's Big Bird maybe. Yeah, yeah. Big Bird um, FGC. I think that's him. But no, like overall, I I I think the question is awesome because it does make you look back and no, depending what game I'm playing nowadays, I would say the tournament is not as impactful. I'm older now. And it has nothing to do with me being older, really defining how I like. I'm not like, oh, you know, I don't have that hunger. No, I still have that hunger. I think a lot yeah. of people our age has that hunger and older. I think it's just you start understanding the priority of what really matters. And yes, mm-hmm. it's not always about the zeros. Yes, it's not always about the respect. But it's a combination of understanding that if I go and play in this tournament, what am I really gaining from it? Am I playing the yeah. strongest players? Or am I, you know, playing subpar players? Am I, am I trying to focus on consistency? Am I trying to focus on being, you know, because I hate that concept of being the best in the world. I think it's, un- mm. I think it's a stupid goal when there's other goals that amount to it, such as one of mine's is I want to beat, I want to play the strongest people in the world and beat them. Yeah. Is that I, not I, into the same goal? I think the goal for me has always been to just get the crowd moment, like the hype moment. I still you gotta like, become a bad guy. Yeah, like should I just become a WWE wrestler and just like? I mean, that's yeah, what everybody's get doing the crowd, nowadays. Get the crowd pop, you know. I mean, look, <laughs> yeah, I know Bad Bunny, right? Like, I mean, you come in as yeah. like you know. Honestly, I'll be real with you, Gabe. You have the second persona. You know, <laughs> Static Gorilla comes out. People are oh not happy anymore. Savage Gorilla. I'm telling you, dude. Well, like, yeah. it's just one of those things nowadays. Things mm. have changed drastically, and that that includes with you know how our mindsets think. And I think that's why this question is so impactful because you look back at your your ten years ago self, you're like, damn. There's so many things I really, really wanted to like. I just wanted that gratuitous moment. Like I just, I don't even think I just wanted to win tournaments back then. I think I just wanted to beat specific people. Now yeah, that I, I look at it, to, I kind of just wanted to show off. <laughs> see, see, but yeah, like, you always want to be specific people. Like when dude, you went to Evo in 2019, you were so hype to just try to play that BB tag player. You were like, I don't even care that I lost. I took two. I took one or two games. Yeah, off. Yeah, because it means that, like, to me, the definition of mm-hmm. getting stronger, yeah. has, it's like an anime, right? 
Yeah. Not a bad anime where they just give you the powers. Um, it's one where you, you slowly build yourself up to the point where you're working your ass off and you're, you're every day, you're challenging the master of the, each different school or yeah. just another student and you're working that, that craft. And I always felt like the craft to getting better was fight, finding pinpoint people to beat. You'd always hear me. I'm like, all right, I got to beat 10 stars this week. I have to beat them. Yeah. I was like, Chris G, no, it's not even on the map. I'm not even thinking about that. It's like 10 stars first. All right. Can't yeah. be 10 stars. All right. All right. Don't worry. We're getting closer. We're taking one or two characters. Okay. Yeah, who's yeah. next? Kyohei this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Kyohei. All right. All right. got to focus on Kyohei. Chris this next week. No, nah, I forget about Chris. Don't worry about that. Then I was like, you know, I looked at it. I was like, every tournament I've been in, I, I've seen F champ like right one game or two away from me where he's on the opposite side. I'm like, all I have to do is make it to the end of the bracket. I'll play yeah. him to get out. If I could just beat uh. him. I'll get yeah, my is. moment, mm-hmm. but if I beat him, I leveled up, right? You know, that's how I look yeah. at it. So when I got like, for instance, like I got at Apex, I think it was 2012 we went to? 13. 13? Yep. That was the one where uh, we had no sound? Yep. Correct. Okay. And all we heard was Smash. Yeah. We just heard Bowser spinning <laughs> the, around in the other That was room. an interesting, that was an interesting That was, that was the FGC like that in the Smash community. I'm not saying at Smash community is not FGC, but we were in a completely different environment where only like fighting game heads that were watching Marvel were sitting in the tiniest area yeah. of a huge venue and we're all just sitting there watching the screen and nobody else is watching with us. You know, the like, funniest event like that, ever. Yeah. But yeah, like funniest that event, event ever. I fought against Flux. And he was like, dude, if we had sound, you would have beaten me. He's like, you would have heard this missiles. And you would be up there playing F Champ. Do you know how that made me cry inside? Oh, man. Dude, I, like, but those are like, I feel like compared to now, I'm not like, oh, I need to beat F Champ. I need to beat him. I'm like, yeah, all right, man. what's the game I'm going to play that I'm going to stick to that actually gives me that fire under my belt, you know, under my, my seat that makes me go, mm-hmm. you're going to be great at this if you just stick with it. And that's, that's why I feel like nowadays we are always looking at the money and that's kind of the hard part is like all right do i go play tekken there's some money in it but it's really difficult you know like do i want to try to win a hundred thousand dollars versus like cuddle core obscure um you know knee kudans uh low high like Mm -hmm. i'm already scared listing those names Mm -hmm. and i can't even beat the people in my house consistently so you know, I, I did have this conversation with someone who was trying to tell me to play Unist, and I'm like, Doug, if it's not, it's not popular. Like, I can't also, I also can't play dollars. like online well enough, yeah. and there's not the money in it. And he's like, Don't worry about the money. Love. I worry like, about the money I'm because like, the money like, has to still feed me. I'm like, for bro, when I, I go to switch, over. I need to worry about the money because there's no events to enter. There's nobody to train yeah. against. I mean, I'll go to these same events, and I'm still playing the people in my same locals. But like, yeah, I like the game, but I, I. I'm not playing enough people that like that are at my level. Like, sure, I can play my best friend Yuli, um, but he's I, I, I'll if he's I tried like, hard enough, I'll beat him very easily because he's not training and and entering at the level that I am that I want to be at. Yeah, he has a different lifestyle. And yeah, that's, he's that's hard very to find people entry don't. level. You know, like like it's a bit of I'm not coming at him, a bit of a masher. But <laughs> if I were to work hard enough, I would just do the same thing over and over. A meaty tackle with with what's my character's name? With you know the Gordow. the dude. <laughs> yes, thank you. I was gonna say Markava, <laughs> like but, but Yuli, like, he's yeah, definitely but talking Yuli about uses, shoulder. There's he, only one character unless he's talking yeah, about but, Mika. Yeah, That's he like, uses um, he uses Markava, and I kept thinking Markava. Uh, um, I know the song. Anyway, yeah. Um, 
So stuff like that. And it's just like, if there's no community driven, no good online, like if there's nobody I can play online, like I try to play units sometimes and there's nobody on. So I'm just like, why, why am I even here? So yeah. Um, with that being said, let's wrap this up with a little bit talk of, about it all day. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> really good. There's and so much history. Literally so much. took it out my mouth. Like, like there's so much we can go into because it's such a good question of where we could be today versus before. I think I've, I've gotten to a point where I got to learn a game and, and stick with it. But at the same time, I have to find another sort of goal because I used to want to strive for being known or having a big moment. But I now have to change my goal where it's just to maybe even uh, elevate others and teach others and also even to bring more people in rather than try to keep to the same old. I hope that kept that another minute. You want to keep it under a minute for your wrap up? Yeah, I, I don't mind. Um, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I don't think I'm going to get the same uh, feel that I used to where I thought I should be playing to win all the time mm-hmm. uh, or beat someone specific. Now, I think my goal is has been to teach a lot more and to educate people because that educates me at the same time. So that's my focus, and that's how I get better at my games or whatever game I'm playing. Sick. So... Let's finish off there. A bit of a teaser, by the way, for next week. We're going to be uh, doing a... uh, Because we want to make sure we have everybody here for a good MK review of the movie. Um, It did come out last week. We want to make sure that we get everybody uh, in the building so that... Or even online um, to talk about the movie. Because we know Dre loves his MK lore. We're going to definitely get into that next week on the show. So... That's a little bit of a teaser here. Um, I thought it was okay. That's all I'm going to say. I hate Cole. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I'll leave it. Oh, my God. That's all I'm going to say. So, spoiler free. um, Yeah. So, thanks again, everybody. We're going to, you know, call it a night with that one. Thanks again for listening. We do appreciate it. Please definitely let us know. Follow us on our social media accounts. You can find me. Static Gorilla on most accounts. S T A T I C G R I L L A. And Meza, where can they find you, sir? Oh, you guys can find me on Meza, Meza FGC, everything across the board, except for probably some of the games I play, but YouTube, Twitter, uh, Twitch, you guys just come through. We'll talk about some stuff. You know how it is. And also the social media for the mashthosebuttons.com. Well, that's not social media, but that's our website, mashthosebuttons.com forward slash shows and double tap. That's where you can find us and some of our other shows on there. And you can check us out on the social media of at the mash network. And also join our Discord. That is where we are engaging in all types of conversation. And what is the link to that again? I want to make sure I got it right. Uh, the link to the Discord would be. Yes. Well, is that I mean, the mash.gg for Discord? Either way, you can hit us up on it. Yeah, mash.gg. It is. Okay, that's the one. All right, just making sure. Because, you know, uh, this is my first time intro, first time outro, baby. Uh, so, <laughs> definitely listen to uh you can check us out on all podcast on anywhere you get your podcast we're probably on there definitely spotify is a newer one and just let us know whenever you wherever you are just let us know how we're doing give us a nice little review also shares they really help out the show share the show with others rate and review on their pot on your favorite podcast platform of choice and also support us on uh, the mash network as well 
And definitely the Discord actually gives you a lot of different places of where you can go, especially with our other shows. And you can pick which ones you want to sort of be a community with and just check us out there. Also, stay tuned after the show to hear about our other shows that you may be interested in, whether it's gaming, whether it's a specific game that you like. We do have a lot of other shows that go into detail about some of your favorite fandom. And the plane has landed. Meza, where are you off to now? Uh, well, for me, guys, I'm definitely going to try to stay focused on my streaming, as I've been, as you guys probably seen. So I'll still keep sticking with that, playing some other games and relaxing. Yeah, Not really relaxing, yeah. but relaxing. Tomb Raider <laughs> 2 has, yeah, Tomb Raider 2 has been done for me, but I haven't streamed in a while. I'm really stuck in Persona 5 by myself. So I'm really getting into that music. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening. Please, uh, like, just, just share to the best that you can and have a great evening. Have a great right. week. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord.